Welcome back to the Sixth Men. I'm at Connie's Skirt. Skirt, skirt, skirt. That's that's all any of my guys say today, I guess. Just skirt, yeah, skirt. Yeah, you feel me? I had to hit you a little ad lib before we get popping. Oh, this for sure. So um, speaking of ad libs, you, you see that uh, Offset's getting married to Cardi B. Oh my God! Yeah. Imagine so when he's when he's doing the vows, how many uh, how many ad libs are Quavo and Takeoff gonna do? <laughs> I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a few. So all the ad libs from Bad, all the ad libs from Bad and Bougie, they definitely that's definitely gonna be the wedding vows. I think um, so when he says I do, I, I guarantee Quavo and Takeoff are gonna be like I do. <laughs> Something like that. That's gonna be funny. Yeah, that's definitely funny. But yeah, that, I ain't see that one coming up. But damn, when they going out for like a month? Yeah, something for- like that. And then the other day there was like something where Cardi B like posted a thing saying that she was single and that uh and I think Offset posted something too the same day. And then the yeah. next day they're getting married again. Yeah, that's dope though. Good, for, know, them. That's how Good black, for them. That's how black love, black and Spanish love typically works, you know? It kinda works out like that sometimes. But yo, Offset, you got a bad one, man. She got the hottest record in the country, I think, and she's about to be a star, so you get it while it's hot, man. Get it while it's hot. You feel me? Well, yeah, we're, we're not here no. to talk about Offset and Cardi. Uh, that was just off the dome, honestly. Um, we're here to talk about some basketball stuff. Yeah, but we love. Yeah, but we love love and the culture, man. But yeah, back to the back to the sports action. Absolutely. So the NBA is you know underway a little bit. Um, there's really from right now you can't really tell what what teams are going to be like because look the Magic are four and one right now, and there's a lot of teams struggling that you know are pretty talented. It's just a little bit of, you know, teams figuring out who they are as a team. And, you know, I don't think the Magic are going to keep up that pace. We're yeah. not going to talk about the Magic. We are going to talk about some players that are, you know, starting off really well or starting off bad. And different teams that we still think are pretty interesting to talk about. I think we should start off with the rise of the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. Because he's been yeah. playing out of his mind. And he looks like a legit MVP candidate, which... You know, I I said in the honorable mentions that he could be a guy that could win MVP. Yeah, definitely. I think since ever since Kobe gave him that challenge of winning MVP, um, I think it put him in a, a frame of mind where his focus is uh, second to none right now. And you know, he's, he's gotten willing. better every year too. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's really something to look forward to. And it's like, why can't he become um, MVP? You know, he's the most. He's like a Swiss Army. He's like the best Swiss Army knife in uh, in NBA. It used to be Kevin Durant due to his length, but this did this kid is like. Like seven foot, his wingspan is like seven six, and he, <laughs> and he handles legs. like a point guard and makes Zoom. plays like a point guard. He can rebound. He uh, does he can, he can do perimeter defense. He can block shots. Like he's he's honestly like one of the closer things you've seen to LeBron, but he's bigger than LeBron in terms of height. You know, yeah, he's exactly. not necessarily the physical specimen that LeBron is, but he's still very athletic in his own right. Yeah. So he's so. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, aka Stretch Armstrong, I think he might be looking like the the new uh, the new MVP this year. But if he keeps up, if he keeps his level of play up throughout the year, I think he's our MVP. But um, only time will tell, you know. But he's doing his damn thing right now. So yeah, he's getting thirty five points a game, ten point six rebounds, five point six assists, two and a half steals, and a block. And he's only twenty two years old. So in terms of a guy that's gonna, he's not gonna be wearing down during the season. You know, he's. I don't think he's going to necessarily keep up those numbers because those are insane. But that's really encouraging if you're a Bucks fan to, to to watch him continue to get better like that. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely, man. It's dope. It's dope, and it's great. It's great to see players improve a team that was for a minute it was in a bad situation. Now you get to see yeah. the rise. It's like a stock. It's it's starting to lower. And now you see you starting to see the value in the team. So they were actually the sixth seed last year, team, which but. I didn't realize. Um, they were 42 yeah. and 40 last year, and that's with you know a lot of injuries, especially to Jabari Parker. Um, Jabari. Once they Becca? get that team, I don't believe he is. Um, once they get that team fully healthy, I I think they're potentially a, a I would say four. a top four say top team four. in the in the East. Yeah, um, I, I think Giannis has been probably the most impressive player so far out of the gate, and I'm really looking forward to see what they can do. They're three and two right now, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm. But it's you know it's only five games. But this those three wins came. Did they beat the Cavs when they played them? They lost to the Cavs actually. They lost to the Cavs, yeah. but he put up he put up some good numbers against. Oh, he that put team, up great right? numbers I'm, against them, yeah. And exactly, you, yeah. So you know if you can do that against LeBron, that's that's pretty good. Exactly, man. You gotta get your numbers against the greats. But yeah, I'm proud of this Bucks team, especially Giannis, man. Keep on steady improving, man. I think the sky's the limit for this team and this dude. But uh, 
reality hits when you play, when you get to the end of the season after All-Star break and that second half, and uh, you got to win games on the stretch. But as long as they keep winning that uh, consistent clip, I think they'll uh, see themselves in uh, around a four seed in the Eastern Conference. So That's what I'm they've got to do their job. Yeah, make things happen. All right, so our next little topic here is Ben Simmons is Rookie of the Year. That, that was my pick for Rookie of the Year. What do you know? I'm So far... Two of my picks are looking pretty good. I didn't I didn't necessarily pick Giannis for MVP, but he was up there, like top two or three for me. But Ben Simmons yeah. had a triple-double the other night um, against – Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember who it was against. But he had a – you know, he's one of the youngest players. He had a triple-double. The youngest was LeBron at mm-hmm. 20-something. And we're at 20. Yeah. And then Ben Simmons is 21. But he's right now putting up 16.5 points, 10 rebounds, 7.4 assists. Right now, those are the best numbers of any rookie. Um, I think – if he can keep that up, that he's probably a shoo-in, honestly, at this point. Then again, it's yeah, definitely, man. Pumper breaks a little bit, five games in the year, but he looks great in those five games. Yeah, five games, exactly. Yeah, he had a he had a he had a year off last year, being that he got injured in summer league. I'm I'm trying to remember, but yeah, yeah, yeah but he had he had a, he had a whole year to get a uh, get his body right, get his skills. Uh, and he's been intact, around the NBA and, um, team, so he knows what's going on a little bit more. Exactly. So he's showing out now, and he's running the point guard too. So it's like everybody's LeBron's running point this year. Ben Simmons running point. So it's a lot of a lot of it's a lot of interchangeable spots. Exactly. So it's matchup problems also. But and he's he's, doing the damn he's thing. very Triple he's very double. athletic too. Um, he can run the court is. really well for a six foot ten guy. And you know he's actually a little bit better on defense. I've heard so far. Um, this kid, this kid is basically six. I don't know how. I, I'll say, I'll give him six 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 seven. Ben Simmons, he's, he's six, 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 seven. Garden. How tall do you think he is? No, he's six ten. He's six ten two forty. Oh, he's six ten. Yeah. Oh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is six foot ten. Oh my god. Yeah, that, that makes it even crazy, right? He moves like he's smaller, but he's six foot ten. He's big. Yeah, I thought he was like six. six oh my god. So they got Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz oh has been god. iffy so far, but he's not fully healthy. Um, I think yeah. he'll. I think he'll be good by the end of the year. Um, and yeah, you know, Embiid is showing out too. Um, twenty ten and two and a half, or almost two and a half assists. So, and that's only in limited minutes. He's playing twenty seven minutes a game right now. But yeah, uh, the Sixers geez. are one and four, but they've been really close in every single game. They're playing hard, and I think this is a team that is really, really promising. Not only this year, but in the future, they're going to be they're going to be very good. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think they're building up uh, a little dynasty. They have all the pieces. They oh, just got to go. Get the culture right. Get the um, team on the winning page, and uh, just trust the process as they've been doing. But uh, I think they have the roster to do it. They just have to add a couple pieces over the couple years yeah. just to fit what they're trying to do. But um, I think they're moving in the right direction. Definitely. Absolutely. Man. All right. So they just got to get Jaleel Okafor off the team, man, and get some. They need to trade Jaleel. Um, he's only played twenty two minutes this this year so far. He's not getting yeah, any send time. Him to Chicago, man. Send him to Chicago. That would Chicago be the move. Would be great. A great situation for him. They could get. Uh, look, they could trade. Jalo Okafor for uh, Meritage because I'm pretty that would, sure yeah, that'd be our, that'd be a good move. I'd like that. Yeah, he didn't want. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be there anymore. But I'll give them Meritage to fit on that team well. Trust me. Another stretch, uh, another play to stretch the floor, shoot threes. He's Nobody's a little similar to Sarek. That's my only concern. But yeah, they could play. Sarek starts. He could come off the bench. They look Sarek is a six man actually. Really? Yeah. They've been starting who, uh, Robert who Covington. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think either way though, um, they don't. Jaleel, ugh, Jaleel Okafor doesn't really figure into their plans, really at all, because mm-hmm. they have Sarek playing ahead of him, and I don't know. He just don't, just doesn't. Yeah, don't he's not a real good fit for today's NBA, and you can't play him with Embiid. Yeah, because it's just gonna clog up the paint, basically. I think they're really excited yeah. for him his rookie year because he he was pretty good then, but yeah. last year he just wasn't good, and you know he was obviously limited because of Embiid, but. You know, even when Embiid was out, he wasn't very good. He he kind of he honestly sucked last year. He was not good. <laughs> Basically, you got a lot of you got to think about it like this: if you're not playing as much, and then you see another person that's like they're catering to more, which in fact they were doing that to Joe and Embiid, mm-hmm. and they're both number one picks. How where was uh, Joe and Embiid drafted? Third overall, and uh, Oak Four was second overall. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you feel me? So you 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 figure, hey, I'm a high draft pick. I should be a top priority. I'm playing, and you guys not giving me the t- as much attention as you're giving this dude. And Embiid only Just played 31 games last year. And he, you feel me? And when Joe, people and were not Okafor. talking about Okafor, they were talking about Embiid. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, so that's like, a problem. Uh, they need to figure that out soon, I think. You know, I'm surprised yeah, they didn't already uh, figure it out. 
Go home to Chicago, man. They need you. They look like they need you. As a, as a somewhat Bulls fan, I would I would enjoy that move just because he's still promising. Exactly. I think. Exactly. You know. So make it happen, Captain. I wish I was your agent, man. I can make that move for you and get a little commission, but <laughs> soon come, this will come. All right. So then the next team I got is the Boston Celtics. You know they're three and two. They're still figuring out. They lost to the Cavs opening night, and that was obviously tough. Tough because they lost Gordon Hayward. Yeah. But their young players are playing very well right now. Um, uh, Jalen Brown, who is the sixth men's pick as most improved player, is yeah. is playing up to that status. He's got 16.8 points, 6.5 rebounds. He's shooting 43% from the field, 35 from three. So he's improved his shooting a little bit, and he's a good defender. Um, yeah. He looks legit. He looks like a very good player to me. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very impressed. Fisher. He's a fisher. He's a fisher. So he, I think he comes from like an old school mold of the... Uh, a two-way player, like a solid, solid two-way player. Yes. He wasn't a great shooter when he first got into the NBA. He developed over time. Now he's a, a very – it's somewhat consistent. You know, he's shooting it at a – you just said, what, a 33, a 30% uh, three-point clip? Three, yeah. It's, you know, it's not, it's not great, but it's an improvement. Yeah, it's an improvement, you know, because that kid was – he was just straight – I when I first seen him as a player coming to the NBA, he was straight defense and athleticism. Yeah. You know, but now he's hitting uh, – he's in pull-up uh, pull mid-range shots. He's getting to the bucket. He's getting to the bucket. You know, he's finishing, only 20, you know, 21 average, years old, so it's good know, to see him average, already six, taking the next step. And this is the second or third year? Second year. Average is 16 and a half points. That's impressive. That's you know, and good, he's yeah. – and he's, I think he's starting right now, now is, on the yeah. Celtics also, so – it's only up from there, man. And um, Terry Rozier and Jason Tatum, they're following in the same line. So Yeah, Tatum's getting almost 15 points a game, uh, six That's and a half rebounds, two assists. He's very efficient. He's shooting 47% from the field, 42% from three. That's so that, that's, that's, that's that's very good. Yeah. If you can have those guys as your, your wing players, I think you're yeah, in a, a very good spot with that. And the athletic, too. You feel me? They get they could go out multiple positions and – Tatum as a rookie giving me this, man, and I'm very impressed. He's very, another guy very, that right now looks like he could be rookie of the year, I think. Rookie of the year. You know, I, I watched cannot. the first game, and I thought he was a little bit iffy with his shot selection. But, you yeah, know, but that's, that's that's being a rookie. You're going to improve. Yeah. So I think he's, as a whole, he's been pretty impressive. And then Terry Rozier yeah. um, has been pretty good as himself off the bench. Again, 10 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals. Terry Rozier mm. plays hard defense and is probably yeah, one of the better – backup point guards i think this year I, I liked him a little bit last year and i think he's another guy that's you know they've developed him and he's taken another step and he could be a meaningful nba player i think and they need yeah, him too because they need to take some pressure off Kyrie. and i don't think they really want smart. marcus smart being the primary uh ball handler all the time when Kyrie's on the court marcus smart's a good defender but maybe as a primary ball handler he's not the best fit you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Mark. Yeah, Mark is smart. Yeah, I think he's more of the combo guard on the two, but I'll yeah, put yeah. more of the two, the the two rather than the one. But the uh, Rogier has a he has a guard. I'm pretty sure he has a guard. Kyrie in practice every day, so you're picking up tricks of the trade yeah, along the way. That's, that's so, got to be helpful for a player like him. And he you know, he so guarded you know Isaiah like, Thomas last year. I'm sure. Exactly. Just like when you had to uh, like when Bledsoe was on the Clippers with uh, Chris Paul. Mm. You know, so it kind of everything kind of rubbed off on uh, Bledsoe while he had to undergo the beatings from, from Chris Paul, such and such. You know, so I think it benefits Rozier. You know, ups his confidence that he's uh, holding his own against the All Star. Now they look to him for leadership when Kyrie's not on the floor. So it says a lot about him as a player, the growth. You know, but I only see everything. It's early in the season, so I see that he's getting ten points and uh, significant stats in other categories. The I think six rebounds is impressing me because he's not that big. Yeah. He's like six two. Yeah, definitely. Avery Bradley had look. like seven or eight rebounds last year too. So exactly. it must be a Brad Stevens thing where he gets these guys to just play so so hard, and you know it it yeah. just it just helps them. I think Brad Stevens is a great coach, and they're in a, they're in a good spot despite losing Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I think he's a he's a Popovich. He's a Popovich of the NBA. No, not Pop. I mean, uh, the, I'm sorry, Popovich. What's the uh, the New England's the New uh, England Bill Patriots? Belichick. Uh. Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's in oh. that mold where. Yeah. I think like when Popovich finally retires, Brad Stevens is going to be one of the better coaches. And yeah, I think definitely. he is already, but he's he's a guy that yeah. can win coach of the year any given year. I feel like definitely. But that that Popovich and uh, that Brad Stevens, I think that's a fair comparison also because they they're both they're both from the cool demeanor coaches. Uh, they have a culture that they're trying to set up. You feel me? And a lot of their players play hard. You know, they have a system of the way they play. It's not all like uh, one player get the reins of the offense and just take it from there. I feel like Brad Stevens has a structure and uh. Imagine if he was the coach when they had like Ray Allen and 
KG exactly. and Paul Pierce. I exactly. feel like they could have won a couple more championships. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's like he knows what he's doing with his talent right now because Al Horford's in a great spot. It's oh, not he's like he great. he's an undersized center, but he's not getting taken advantage of almost uh almost almost nights. Kyrie's doing his thing and uh obviously these young players are stepping up, so sky's the limit for Brad Stevens and the Celtics, man. They're still exciting, I think. Um, Definitely. So, you know, coming off of our Brad Stevens and Greg Popovich comparison, we got the Spurs up next. Oh, um, really, really? The Spurs are 4-1 and one without Kawhi. That's impressive. Yeah, man. The claw. That says a lot about their team, though. LaMarcus Aldridge has got an extension, and he's balling out. He's got 25 yeah. points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. If he can keep that up, all of a sudden the Spurs maybe not might not be like the fourth seed. They might, you know, jump up to 2 or 3. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't, so I don't know if he's going to keep it up. What's that? Say, say those stats to me again. Uh, twenty-five and a half points, nine rebounds, two assists. He's playing. He's playing very well. He's looking like that yeah. number one guy again, which would which definitely. would be huge for them because he had a you know a rocky start to last year. I feel like yeah, definitely. In the playoffs, he was bad. I feel like you got to figure out the Spurs system though. Oh, a yeah. lot of players that step into the system at first, they really don't have much uh, success. But he finally got to figure it out. You see, Deontay Murray had a little growing uh growing pains last year, but now he's. I told you this kid looked like the point guard of the future for the Spurs, man. You know, he definitely he's playing well. He definitely, um, he had a game against the Raptors where he had 16 points, 14 rebounds, rebounds, and six assists. So he's yeah. like he's like do it all point guard. He's he's starting in uh-huh. place of Parker, who's I guess out right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually you know jumped ahead of Patty Mills in the rotation, which is you know as a Patty Mills fan, I'm kind of sad, but as a Dejounte Murray supporter, I don't feel that bad. I think this kid is really talented. Um, he's he's averaging nine and a half points, seven point two rebounds, four point two assists. So he's really doing it all. Um, yeah. Super athletic. He's like six five. He can't really shoot, but you know, in in the Spurs system, if you can make those plays for other people, he's they've got yeah. shooters all around him. Exactly. And Tony, Tony Parker, Parker can't shoot. Exactly. I was just about to say, yeah, they go that ESP. So yeah. Bro. And then, I don't know. Yeah. I like Dejounte Murray. I think I think he's another guy who could be a candidate for most improve if, if he can keep this up. And I hope he keeps starting job because. I think he gives a little bit more for that team than Tony Parker does at this point. Yeah, definitely. He definitely does. Tony Parker is very undersized for today's point guard. So I guess the passing of the torch, Deontay Murray, only makes sense. But, um, yeah, man, Deontay Murray is looking like the second coming. He's uh, I feel like the Spurs right now, they they retooled their whole team, you know? Back yeah, in the day, a, they had They've the, really changed it, the last couple of years. You know, so it makes sense. You know, I used to hate watching the Spurs back in the day. Man. I it's love It just boring basketball. Them. But now they got a lot of they got a lot of exciting players. Last year they had a uh, what was the the D League dude that uh, made all the the blocks and the plays and stuff like that. Uh, Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons, yeah. yeah. You feel me? So the, now they're 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 turning to more of a Jonathan Simmons more type team. Athletic players, wings, you know, get after it, guard multiple positions, and Deontay Murray fits that mold. Oh, uh, absolutely, because he's five. Uh, he's got like a. They I've heard anywhere from a six foot nine to a seven foot wingspan. You feel me? Like he's very yeah. long and athletic. Exactly. So this kid, this kids know what he's doing. But uh, another player I want to like, shout out. I like too. the first team when, Ka- when Kawhi comes back. Size the limit for this team. But oh, Marcus yeah. Partridge is uh, he's ha- he's he's handing the reins uh, perfectly now. He got to almost got to a fight with Ibaka the other day. But uh, that shows a lot about his confidence coming mm-hmm. back up. He's not scared to uh, assert his will during the game. And um, I look like he's looking like the guy right now. And uh, Deontay Murray's a great supporting cast right now. But I just like that team as a whole, man. I just like it. Oh yeah. Another guy I want to shout out real quick is uh, Kyle Anderson, who's getting Slow. some minutes. Um, he's, he's getting producing? what? He's producing, right? Yeah, he's getting uh, eight and a half points, seven and a half rebounds, one point six assists. So he reminds me of he reminds me of a uh, what's the what's Boris Dio? Boris Dio, yeah, that's exactly yeah. who he reminds me of too. Boris Dio, he's yeah. not he's not like fat like Boris Dio. Yeah, but he's he's kind of like he's slow kind of slower, enough. but he can he can make some plays he's a and maneuver, he can you feel yeah me? he can yeah. he can do a little bit of everything. I feel like. Um, yeah. He's in that like Draymond Green type yeah. of type of player, or he could be. And this is, I believe, his fourth season. He's never really gotten a whole lot of minutes, yeah. but he's starting to right now. And mm-hmm. I, you know, the Spurs develop these guys over a period of time, so it's just he's just going to become a, another cog in their system. I feel like he's just going to be yeah. one of those guys that could, you know, make some plays off the bench for him if they need to need him to. You know. All right, so then we got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Cavs pretty, probably almost every episode just because they're one of the most meaningful teams in the NBA year in, year out. Yeah. Uh, the biggest news with the Cavs is they, they've shaken up their starting lineup a bit. Um, they've actually had four different lineups so far this year. 
And this one seems like the one that would probably make the most sense to just keep it this way. Um, they have D. Rose, Jr., LeBron, Love, and Tristan Thompson. Um, they, they put Wade off the bench. Um, they got Jay Crowder off the bench now. Um, there goes our, our uh, chances for J.R. Smith as a sixth man of the year, though. I'm kind of disappointed about that. Yeah, man. But, you know, he's back in the starting lineup. He's It's his time to shine. He's going to get some points. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, at 20 minutes, and we talked about J.R. Smith, so I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Jr. man. But still, him coming off the bench, I feel, I feel this lineup is more effective because they've been together the longest, minus D. Rose. But I think you can stretch the floor a little bit better with Jr. as opposed to D. Wade. And D. Wade can you know maybe be a secondary playmaker off the bench, which yeah, is that, nice. It kind of works out. When uh, IT comes back, D. Rose goes to the bench, and that lineup is still crucial. You feel oh, me? Yeah. So it's like, it works out, you know. So I, I, I'm confident that Tyron Lue know what he's doing, uh, as well as LeBron James, because I know he makes uh, probably just as many calls as Tyron Lue does. I feel about like LeBron's time. the guy. I feel like he's the GM, the coach. Yeah, you feel me? The only thing he's not is the owner. The owner, low key. I, I hate the Cavs owner. He's he's a. I feel like he's a terrible yeah. guy. Um, yeah, definitely. LeBron is still is still putting putting up huge numbers though. Uh, he's getting twenty seven, seven and nine. Um, and he's like somewhat in shape. He's not. He's old not in shape, shape but apparently. <laughs> he's somewhat in shape. Imagine um, when he's in shape. He's getting thirty five, twenty, and twenty. Pretty much. Did you, did you watch the game against the Nets the other night? Yeah, I was at the office. Oh man, damn. But yeah, I was watching it on the TV and I, <laughs> and I seen him actually win it. I was surprised too, though. But it was like a it was like a BS game for the Cavs, though. LeBron they like went was down playing very well. He played very well. LeBron I was thought. playing very well. Everybody else was like, you know, who played awesome it. for the Nets and who out LeBron? LeBron at the in the Carroll? final Nets. Demari Carroll. No, no, no. Spencer Dinwiddie. That Spencer guy had a Din- that guy had a career game. That guy really? was yeah. he was yeah, like good. 20, like twenty two, right? Yeah. Um, I put up a couple polls um, on Twitter that night. Uh, I did Jordan LeBron. Most people said LeBron. It was like 70% of people said LeBron. Yeah, of but, course. But then after time. that, like, Spencer Dinwiddie started doing his thing, so I put up, okay, never mind, Dinwiddie or Jordan. Michael Jordan won that one. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I think Spencer Dinwiddie might be in the conversation for MVP but this year after that MVP game. this year, definitely, man. Either if he keeps it up, especially for the uh, – if the, if, the, if the Nets can make the playoffs with Dinwiddie leading the way – I think he's low key MVP. I think he should get MVP, most improved, sixth man of the year. Um, yeah, definitely. Every award. Spencer Dinwiddie team, might be our JR Smith guy this team, year. Yeah, we're just joking, man. Don't, don't, don't question our credibility. But uh, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie's the dude, man, in, uh, in Brooklyn, I guess. He's not the dude in Brooklyn, but he had his career game against uh, the Cavs that That's game. That got, yeah. the, that got them a shocking win. So, needless Mets to say, DeAndre Cavs, Russell, it, who I think is the best player on that team. And they, they don't have Jeremy Lin, he's out for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Andrew Russell, he didn't, he didn't even play that game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that was like that was impressive. So. Yeah, that was surprising. I yeah, was definitely. shocked. And you know, but the yeah. Cavs had a run. They, they like, you know, came back. They were down and just couldn't do it. Yeah, they just, just couldn't hit shots. You know, but you know, there was they, they probably took them. They probably didn't take it as serious as they thought it was. You know, so yeah. And the Cavs are still know, trying to figure couple. out. It's a lot of new players in this team, so they got to exactly. figure that out. You gonna have a couple. They'll be games fine. Like They're yeah. still gonna win the East. Yeah. All right, then the next team I have are the Los Angeles Lakers, and you know they're two and three. Um, yeah. But this is a certain really things have gone good for team. them. Certain things have not gone good for them. All right, let's do let's do the 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 bad before we get to the good. All right, Lonzo Ball, um, he's putting up ten, eight, and eight on paper. That sounds good, but when you look at his shooting stats, he's shooting thirty one percent from the field, twenty three percent from three. He is struggling on offense. That's hard, bro. You know, um, he's going to get a triple-double soon, I'm thinking, because he's putting up close numbers like that. But this guy, I don't know. Like, I thought he was going to be a little bit better off the gate. I, mm-hmm. I just think, like, there's there might be a little bit too much hype around him. Like, his dad is not helping him, I don't think. That's what I'm saying. I was I was one to say this from the jump. I don't think, I think he's, he's really talented. I, I think he's a talented player. He has to develop his skills like any other player in the NBA does. A lot of people just they love Levar. I love Levar Ball. Don't get me wrong. I love this. I love dude. him because he's an idiot. I love That's him. why I like him. I don't think he's an idiot. I think he's, he's a you're supposed sure. to talk your kids up this way. Like you gotta think about it. In private, a lot of kids do. A lot of parents do this to their kids. Like, yeah, you're the best. Like, you're. I'm gonna tell you that you're the best. You're gonna Levar do this. Levar just does it in public. LeVar does it in public and it makes him look cause like, oh my god, you're talking about your kid like he's the messiah? Like, yes, he's my kid and I think he's the best thing ever. Yeah. Okay. I see. Came your point. From me. That says a lot about you, like, you know? 
Like Muhammad Ali wasn't going around saying, "I'm like I'm halfway the greatest." You're, you okay. Like, I see you, that. <laughs> you feel me? It's like yo, you he gotta just be talk- confident. You gotta be confident. It gives like uh, it gives, and what I think he's thinking is like that gives your your child some expectations. You know, like mm. I gotta perform this way, or and if I don't, it's a failure. But I think that's playing in the wrong direction right now for Alonzo Ball because I see I, – I think he's an even-killed person. You know, I don't think he gets too high. I don't think he gets too low, but – He released a rap he, song the other day. You hear about that? He released a rap song? Yeah. Oh, nah, man. I know it's he called, raps. It's called, like, uh, it's called Super Saiyan, I think. Okay. Focus it, on – It's not on, very good. It's not very good. Yep. You know, just like the stats, but <laughs> what can we do? You know, focus on the basketball, bro. But um, I think over time it'll pick up. But yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. I think this year is. I think it happened on the second half of this year. I don't think it's gonna happen right away. And if it does happen sooner than later, I think it's gonna be promising for the Lakers. But Brandon Ingram, he's playing well. That dude is. He, he's balling. He's improved out. this year. He's getting yeah. uh, fourteen points, four rebounds, uh, almost three assists. You his know? shooting is still is iffy. You know, he's shooting forty percent from the field, not even thirty percent from three yet. But, but I'm seeing him being But it's way at least a step in the right direction for Brandon Ingram. Um, exactly. And then a guy that you were really high on and said that was the better rookie of the two, Kyle Kuzma's balling out. He's getting exactly. almost fifteen points, five rebounds. Off the bench. Yeah, shooting fifty three percent from the field. His three oh, numbers aren't that great, but yeah, but he's, he's a yeah, power no. forward or a small yeah, forward, you know. And he's, he's getting a combo buckets. Guy. I yeah. think, yo, trust me, yo, if Kyle Kuzma keeps this up, Julius Randle's out of here, bro. This is a contract year for Julius Randle, too, yeah. so he's not really performing that well. So And Kuzma gotta, fits today's game a little bit better, I think, just because exactly. he's a little bit more versatile. And I, I think I think eventually he could be a, a guy who can stretch the floor for them. I, I'm hoping, exactly. anyway. Exactly. He definitely can, man. He is. He is. He's going to. I think, yeah, Julius Randle, his time is going to be up soon because, obviously, you'd rather save money. And if you got a player that's better, and you're not sure how good he is yet, you can't yeah. you can't throw money at a guy that you don't know if is is, is good. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think, think he's talented. I don't. I just don't, I don't know, know if he's a he good fits, player. Though. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't fit. But yeah, they'll figure that out. But I'm I'm predicting my forecast for uh, the Lakers and Julius Randle. I know he's out of here, and uh, Kuzma is going to step into that spot fairly soon. But um, I think Randle's going to go to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, he looks the like next Zebo. The next Zebo, right? Where <laughs> fact. A little bit more athletic, but I think he's that type of player. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. But the Lakers, I think, I think they're trending on the right. They're trending on the right. Uh, Hopefully, because we were so high on them last year and they let us down. But they didn't have they didn't have this sense of direction that they have at the moment. I think mm-hmm. Magic Johnson gives them a sense of direction that you got to go through this to in order to be successful. And I think they they kind of understand that they put up a good fight against the Wizards. I didn't expect them to win that game. Even though it was a close game, they showed a lot of Motsi. Trust me, man. A whole lot of Motsi. And and it says a lot about the team. They could have folded. You know, Lonzo Ball could have backed down. But Lonzo Ball got benched. Oh, that game? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, you know, so. Or it was, they, or it was I, a recent I, game he got benched. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's not performing as well, but you got to. He'll figure gotta, it out, I bet. I'm guessing he'll figure it out. They definitely will figure it out, but we got to get it done, man. All right, but so they got to get it done. The next team we got are the OKC Thunder, who have the same record as the Lakers at two and three. Oh my God, what is going on? You know, you got to take that with a grain of salt because they played Minnesota very close, and with with Minnesota, they traded buzzer beaters pretty much. Really? And you know, this is a team that they really got to figure out their chemistry because you know they're adding Mello and Paul George to a team with Russell Westbrook, so they, they're gonna it's gonna take some time for them to. Truly figure that out, but they're gonna be, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be very good, I think. Okay. Um, right now, Melo's leading the way with scoring, and Russell actually passed him for the last shot last night. I guess um, he's got twenty four points a game. Him? What's that? Oh yeah, Demelo. Yep. And then okay. you know, Russ is still putting up close to triple double, twenty two points, nine nine rebounds, twelve assists, and Paul George is getting twenty points, four and a half rebounds, three assists, and you know, another guy who's improved. So far is Steven Adams who's getting fifteen points a game. That's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna keep that up, but I think Paul George is gonna score a little bit more. But I don't know, like to me, uh that for them it's just gonna take a little while, but you know, I think Melo is really motivated this year and you know, Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook doesn't need any extra motivation. That guy's the most motivated player in the league, I feel like. As long as the, as long as the Warriors and the NBA, he has all the motivation you need, right? <laughs> yeah. Um he's 
they're gonna be a hungry team this year for sure um mm. i'm pretty excited for them for the rest of the year mm-hmm. definitely i think you have a lot to look forward to especially you got brody you got uh hoodie mellow and you got Paul Judge. You got Paul Judge on the same team. I think it just takes a while to get because they all they were all a man on their own team. You get three people that alpha dogs on their own team. Get them on one team. It takes a lot of time to figure things out. You know. Yeah, they'll be but, fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. They just got to get some. Uh, they just got to get some help from the supporting cast. I think it's not. You can't put everything all on their shoulders. You get what about you say about seventy points between the three of them. Mm-hmm. You gotta have you gotta have some help from the rest of the team. Steven Adams give you another fifteen, so that puts you at eighty five. You gotta get at least another in today's NBA, you gotta get at least another thirty five to forty five, say pushing fifty points from your support cast. So you gotta you gotta try to spread it out, you know? So they'll figure it out sooner or later. Though. For sure. And then the team that they would trade buzzer beaters with that we just talked about are the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um so last night? No, it was it was one of the first games of the year. Oh, okay. The Wolves, um, Andrew Wiggins hit a buzzer beater, and yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, he's looked pretty good this year. He's he's shooting well once again. Um, last year he started off very well and kind of fizzled out a little bit, but you know he's in his what third or fourth year. Yeah. Um, this is the year for him. I feel like I feel like this is going to be the year where we really see Andrew Wiggins become one of the better players. And Carl Anthony Towns. Imagine, imagine this, though. Imagine all the Canadian players that are like dope and good all go to the Raptors and just like turn shit up. Like that would be. That'd be like, pretty cool. I don't know why like, Team Canada is not that great at basketball. Like they should have Andrew Wiggins. I think they are kind of Tristan good, Thompson. But they, they're not the USA. They're though. not in the Olympics though. That's the thing. They have no? not been in the Olympics. No. Jesus. They have, there's a lot of players from Canada. Then, then again, one of their best players is Anthony Bennett. So that yeah. that might be telling you something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Anthony Bennett. Oh my God. Well, that, look at this though. You get Andrew Wiggins to go to Canada. You get Tristan Thompson. Who else? Who else is a good Canadian? Corey player? Joe. Corey Joe. That's where you get yeah, Iffy he's, a little bit. He's okay. He's, he's yeah, fine. yeah. But if you get Andrew Wiggins in Toronto, man, I think that would be a good deal. You put a good team around him. That'd be exciting. I hope he's. Well, he's not going to because he's got a. He's on the five, contract. Five-year, yeah. one hundred forty million dollar contract. He's got the Embiid yeah. contract. Yeah. Um, Carl Anthony Towns has played well too. Twenty-five points, 12, 12 uh, rebounds, two assists. Mm-hmm. Those are, you know, those are if uh, I don't want to say MVP numbers, but it, it's close to those. Like are those could, top, those are top tier big man, uh, big man. Uh, oh, absolutely. Stats in the NBA, man, it's top tier. If if they Marcus can win, had, if they can win between fifty and sixty games this year, Carl Anthony Towns is probably a shoe in for a first team All NBA. Yeah, definitely. Those type of numbers. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if they're going to necessarily do that, but they'll be close. Yeah. Um. I haven't really heard too much about Jimmy Butler. I think he's a little banged up. I think that's what. Yeah, I think he got playing. hurt. Yeah, I think he got hurt a little bit. But and, uh, you know, Minnesota's three and three, so you know they're they're doing their thing. Not really struggling. Yeah. They're just trying to figure it out with the new players. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be all right. right. So that brings us to a close with the teams we wanted to talk about. The teams and players, anyway. We got a couple other topics here today, um, and you know we didn't talk about the Warriors, but I feel like nothing's changed with them. They're they're struggling yeah, they're a little bit right now, game. but Draymond and Bradley Bill was uh, they got into it last night. You seen that? Draymond and who? Bradley Bill. Oh, I did. I did hear about that. Um, yeah, Bradley Bill tried to sneak him. He tried to sneak uh sneak this. Well, sneak hit him on a on a rebound. Oh wow! Like, it's, Draymond never does that to people. No, I said Bradley Bill did. I know. I'm saying like, I mean, I, he didn't have that coming at all. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, you try to be funny. <laughs> I'm but trying nah, to be Draymond, funny. Draymond, Draymond, uh, he got baptized his all season. I said, I see that he's a, he wasn't starting a lot of drama, but he know how to finish it. So, and yeah. his NBA jersey he ripped player. again. That's like the third time I seen an NBA jersey get ripped this year. Yeah, Nike, step your game up. Come on now. Yeah, Nike, I, I like them, but it's like, I heard they uh they raffled LeBron James jersey, the one that got ripped in uh, the first game. Yeah. Imagine how much that jersey's going for, bro. Oh, uh, probably a lot, and it's yeah. it's a ripped jersey. I mean, LeBron James wore it, though, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. It'll pay off my student loans and still buy me uh, 50 cents for clothes home. So I probably (laughs) – I wish I had that jersey. I wish I had it. Buy me so much Supreme. So much Supreme, so much Bape. You feel me? So many New Balance 623s. (laughs) Some Air Monarchs. Some Yeezy, some Yeezy orthopedic shoes. You seen those new Yeezys, bro? Yeah, they look like dad shoes. I don't like them. Those look like fucking spaceships on your your feet, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. So beyond that, Draymond got in the news because he spoke out against Houston Texans owner Bob McNair. Now, 
I don't. I just heard about this today about Bob McNair because uh, I guess wide receiver for the Texans DeAndre Hopkins set out of practice because of his comments. So I had to look out. I had to look up what Bob McNair's comments were. So Bob McNair said when he was asked about the anthem protests that are going on in the NFL, he said we can't have inmates running the prison. And obviously, I'm guessing a lot of players on his team around the NFL and obviously players in the NBA don't like those comments at all because that's, I think that's really, really offensive to anyone who plays in sports. Yeah. Um, that's that's a really bad thing to say. Especially when all of the athletes in the NFL are basically, let's say a high majority, they're not the minority in this situation. They're the majority in the, NFL, in the league yeah. as a whole, you know? So it's like... And that's a bad conversation of off off rip because a lot of a lot of African Americans populate the the prison system. So it's a bad analogy, yeah, for your situation of rip. So it just makes yourself look bad. And you and know he's making that, how much money every year from from his players, and he's going to say that about his players. Exactly. Like, come on. Like, of course you support already, your players. Come on. Exactly. But you already understand how owners feel about uh this protest. They feel that it's disrespectful to their. Americanism, but it's like they're just taking a stand. That's not what it's want. about, though. That's not what yeah, it's about just, at all, you know? They just want equality for, for the, the and certain rights that they feel that they aren't garnering, well, they're not earning at the moment, excuse me. But I don't know. Like, some people, I don't know. It, it has to get bad before it gets good, but things like these are unfortunate. Uh, I'm pretty sure his PR people are going to tell him that he has an issue with apology, but you shouldn't have to issue apology if the things that you, if you think about the things you say before you say them. So, yeah. I think Draymond um, made some good points. He compared him to Donald Sterling, which is yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. Maybe not not quite as as bad. It's mm-hmm. still it's still pretty bad. Um, and you know, he made a good point that like people aren't paying t- to watch this owner play football. You know, they're paying for the players to watch football. The so called inmates. They're they're not inmates, but they're paying to see the players. You know, mm-hmm. those are the guys that go out there and risk their their lives pretty much they get cte that's you know or any really bad injury like that they're risking their lives out there every sunday and Mm -hmm. to say that about your players that's that's stupid i don't like that at all exactly exactly given the way that you monetize off uh, the backs of your athletes you should show them some sort of respect but i think it still goes back to the owners feel like they own they technically do own the players but it's not you can't you can't act that way, man. You, we you, know, have, you know what Draymond actually said? He said that they should be called chairman because chairman the, the word of, owner has like a negative that, connotation to it. Yeah, definitely. And that's kind of true, though, because it goes back yeah. to kind of a, a slave, a slave mentality. They're like, that's my owner. Like, he doesn't own me. He pays me. <laughs> you feel me? He's a chairman of a corporation. That's essentially what uh, NFL teams are. They're yeah. Corporations within a conglomerate, which is the NFL. So a owner has a negative conversation for it, but that that's something that could be brought up in a – in the next meeting, you know, but, you know, people thrive off titles, but chairman is no different from the chairman of uh, Microsoft and the chairman of the, the Tennessee Titans, you know, so. You know, it's weird thing. to me. Um, it's weird that we're not really hearing about many NFL players speaking out about it. We're hearing about NBA players speaking out about it. I feel because like that, that a lot of NFL fine. players are protesting, but not because a lot of them are talking. Because they get fined by the owners when they talk out. You forgive me? So it's like, yeah. what, I'm going to keep speaking out and nobody's really making change. Where and Roger Goodell isn't really supporting the protests either. They're trying to, like, stop them. It's like you're fighting a, you're I don't fight, like that. You're fighting a backwards fight. You know, he know how to shut people up, hurt their pockets. And you think people are going to keep getting their pockets hurt? Mm. It's the, um, I, th- I know there are two brothers that one of them played for the Seahawks. His name Bennett. Yeah, Bennett, yeah. Michael yeah, Bennett they speak and out a lot. Bennett. Oh, yeah, all the they time. Get, they get ostracized from uh, by the media sometimes. You know, because you know NFL, the NFL has their, they have their money in the hands in uh, certain media outlets. But they're, they're not supporting they their players. That's what it is. They're not That's supporting their players. Whereas in the NBA, they're the encouraged to yeah, do something he like that. Them. He encourages, encourages them to speak out and um, have have a lot of uh, dialogue between uh, certain rips and raps that are happening in America. So I feel like the two leagues are very different at the moral, the moral uh, status between them. Um, the morality of the, each leagues are different, but only time will tell. They could take, they could learn a lot from the NFL. I mean, uh, the NBA rather. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think so too. NFL can learn a lot, but you know they're all stuck in their ways. They feel like they're the America's pastime, which is not baseball, but a lot of people watch football. But the little, I heard the ratings are going down since all this uh, national anthem stuff been happening. But if it doesn't get fixed soon, 
I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm more NBA socially than uh, I am NFL. But you know, I, I like both leagues, but uh, I still think it's a you know it's interesting just to talk about it and you know and get just, just see how it works. You know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's going to get it has to get bad before it gets good. So I look at this situation just saying I know change is going to come for it. It just mm-hmm. takes some time, but we'll see how it goes. But I don't really feel that it's going to. I love that uh, a lot of athletes are voicing their opinion on this because it's sparking conversation and it's going to yeah. provoke change, you know? So just keep it up. Don't think all these, uh, all your thoughts and everything are going to, it's not going to make change because it definitely is, but it just takes time, you know? It does have people it's talking, sad, which is good. It's sad that it's moving slower than usual, but a lot of things take time. So a lot of great Gotta things. Gotta trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process, man. Joel Embiid. Yo, did he, yo, did he um, trademark that? Sh- trust the process? Uh, if he hasn't, he, he probably should. Yeah, I'm guessing he should. He probably would have made a lot of money. I'm Ooh. sure he does something with it. What? Yo, bro. My, my web search turned something up for who should I go see Siri play with me a lot of money. Have a look. What? Yo, bro. Yo, bro my Siri. Yo, my phone. Yo, iPhone is like. Yo, bro. My Siri just came on by itself. Oh, my God. You know what it is, man? It's oh, almost Halloween. Okay. It's getting spooky out here. Yo, that brings us to that? our next topic. Yo, bro, my series just came on by itself, bro. That is not the topic, but I got a, I do have a, a spooky-related topic for Halloween. Oh, for real? Let's get it. It's called The Franken-Player. Oh, for, oh, okay, I kind of get this. So I'll today. explain this because I actually I forgot to explain to this before the show to you, so I'll explain it to you now. Okay, nah, we're learning to fly, man. I'm good. I'm good at this. Um, so recently a book came out. It's called Basketball and Other Things. It's by this author named Shay Serrano. Really mm-hmm. funny guy. Um and obviously, it's about basketball and other things. Every every um, chapter in the book is a different question about the NBA. And there is one chapter. It's called Franken Player. So, like, if you could combine different aspects of different players to to form one Franken Player, like Frankenstein, mm-hmm. to you just you know you're just trying to make the best player, and that's the idea behind it. So. Okay, so what uh, so what traits are we uh, adding? So we obviously dunking, speed, three-point shooting, handles, stuff like that? Yeah, so I wrote down body, handle, shooting, confidence, driving, finishing ability, killer instinct, uh, defensive instincts, and vision. And okay, then uh, so we, we, can do, we can do speed, um, jumping, and stuff like that, too. Okay, so are we or doing... we can just do athleticism. Current, that would make sense, right? Are we doing current... Yeah, athleticism, yeah. Are we doing current NBA players or historic? Historic. Anybody? It can be, it can be oh. anyone. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so let's right, start so off with the perfect body for an NBA player. The perfect body, I will give Giannis. I'll, I'll say LeBron with Giannis Antetokounmpo's arms. Okay, cool. All right. We can right, combine so those two. LeBron, LeBron, torso with Giannis arms and legs. And then uh, with Dwight Howard's shoulders, just so he can, like, he can just move around the post and, like, hit people. Yeah. And Kawhi hands. Kawhi hands. There we go. Yeah. That's 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 the perfect NBA player already. All right, and I'm going to give him who else? I'm giving James Harden's beard. Sure, that that's a good that's a good option. Um Drew uh, Gooden uh, from like 03's hair. Yeah, Drew Gooden from 03, Drew Gooden. A boldy not shit. We got to give him Kawhi braids. So he's going to be the perfect NBA player is actually Kawhi because we already got two aspects <laughs> from Kawhi. Now we're going to give him AI Kawhi braids, AI headband. Um uh, right, so Birdman's that, tattoos. Birdman tattoos, yeah. Now, nah, damn, we can't see him though. Five star, five star, uh, star on on the top of the head. You're not gonna be able to see under the braids. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So, whose tattoos are we giving him? Um, we give him Jr. tattoos just for the culture. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Very good. Jr. Point tattoos. Um. All right. So we got the aesthetics right, right correct? Yeah, we got the aesthetics. What shoes? What shoes? What shoes? We put on him. Uh, he's gonna only wear Michael Jordan shoes. Only Jordans, I bet. Only ones that Jordan actually wore, though. Yeah, not, was, not any of these new ones. All right, but all right. So we got the uh, Jordans. All right, so three point shooting. We oh wait, give does, it, what type of accessories is he wearing? He's got Iverson's headband. Do, does he need a sleeve or anything? But yeah, it's tattoos though. You got to show the tats. Yeah, Iverson has had a sleeve though too. All right, you want to give him? You want to give a AI a right a sleeve one right now? Yeah. Um, we got to give him compressions. Yeah, of course, knee pads. You think you think the right arm or the left arm? Because should the right arm be just be for getting buckets? Is he a righty or lefty? Okay, yeah, right arm straight, strictly for buckets. Yeah, you so right. put it on the left arm. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. So we got the aesthetics. We got the accessories and aesthetics, correct? <laughs> so three-point shooting, who are we giving it to? All right, so... All-time three-point shooting. Yeah. Uh. In the book, uh, Shea Serrano broke it down into off-ball shooting 
or um sorry off the dribble shooting yeah um catch yeah, and shoot and then what's the other one catch and shoot off the dribble um i don't know deep range what do you i don't know what you want to call it. all right so i'm gonna give deep I think, i'm gonna give deep and off the deep range and off the dribble to steph curry I'm yeah gonna, and i'm gonna give catch and shoot ray allen so I think all around I'm going to give it him Steph Curry shooting. Really? Okay, cool. Just because he's probably the best overall shooter of all time. I think catch and shoot, Ray Allen's the guy. Yeah. Off the dribble, it's Steph, though. Yeah. And deep, it's Steph. So I, that's what I would say. Yeah, so, so we so, Steph right, shooting. We got that. So we got that locked in there. Um, what about the handle? Do you want to do handle next? I'll give him... Who got better handle Curry? Who has better handle than Curry? Uh, Steph Curry? Does Steph have better handle than Curry? I think Kyrie's the best one right now. Okay, yeah, so I'll give him Kyrie handle. I, I'm torn between Kyrie or Allen Iverson's handle. No, nah, I'll give Kyrie. I think I think Kyrie's a little bit more smooth with the ball, but Allen Iverson was just like so violent and quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. So I'm gonna give him I'll give him Kyrie just for the smoothness. Yeah. Because he's still he's still very quick with his dribble. Yeah. Um I and think Kyrie's own, top two of all time with that. Because you when you do Kyrie, you can either give him Kyrie or Uncle Drew. So you can either pick between the two. Oh, that's you a know? good point. You feel me? So you can give you can give some variety rather than just having AI. You feel me? And you gotta pick true. which AI, you feel me? Bad A old AI, Denver AI. Detroit AI. Detroit AI, you feel me? It's too many like Six or second stand AI. You feel me? The big three AI, like you don't <laughs> you don't know which one to pick from. <laughs> You, I, I would say like prime AI if we gotta gotta give him anything yeah, like that. Yeah, probably. So do you want to do dunking next? Dunking. I'm gonna give him. Ooh. I'm gonna give him the hops of uh, Dominique Wilkins. Yo, and bro, I was Dominique thinking Wilkins. the same. Yo, I was thinking the same ish. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give Dr. J. Okay, that, that's good as well. Yeah. Either, either way, he's gonna have some nasty dunks. Yeah, Dr. J. I met Dr. Crazy. J. I actually met Dr. J. When I moved back home too. Really? Yeah, that dude got some big ass hands, bro. Yes. Wow, that must have been cool. Yeah, we could put the pitch in the bio. I actually still have it. You do? That could be All the cover. Right. That could probably be the cover for this. Uh, Send it to me, man, for sure. I got you, bro. I I will do that if, if you have that picture. All right, dope. So then I have another category for driving and finishing, which is kind of similar to dunking. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give him the driving and finishing ability of Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I was thinking Russ, but, you know, you can't really go wrong with Michael Jordan. You got to give yeah. him some sort of thing for Michael Jordan. I was watching his highlights the other day, bro. Yo, he finished the lane like nobody else, bro. His little he shot. could change his shot like midair, like crazy. Yo, his awesome. lane was a huge, bro. That was that's amazing. He was one player I used to watch. His uh, my dad used to have his box set of basketball DVD when he was younger. When I was younger, rather, and I used to watch that joint like every day. Michael Jordan moves is official. Like I don't see anybody do the moves he does. He his yeah. anybody. Anybody, Kobe couldn't even do him. And Kobe like models the entire game after Jordan. You yeah, can tell. That's what I'm saying. So it's like a lot of things that he couldn't take with him, but Jordan's a goat. But yeah, finishing and dunking ability in traffic on people, around people, fakes and everything. Michael Jordan got it, man. All right, then I have Killer Instinct, and I'm gonna give him either Kobe's or Jordan's Killer Instinct. We'll go with Jordan again, though. I think. Yeah. What about uh, think, so this killer instinct? Does it uh involve like dominant, like dominant player like ability, or are you just saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah, like the ability so, to I'm dominate whatever you do. Two thousand to two thousand three, Shaq. Ooh, that's a, that's a that's a nice pick. Yeah. That's a little bit different. Yeah, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give because Shaq could take over games himself. Me? Like it wasn't even Kobe at the. I'm giving you. I'm giving you the time frame though. Two thousand to two thousand. Three. Now, is that when they won their three P? They three P, right? It was around that time. Yeah, yeah. I think ninety nine might have been the. I first think ninety. Year. Yeah, ninety nine to two thousand two. Sorry, they lost to the Pistons in O three. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, ninety nine to two thousand two. Shaq. And then I have another type of instincts, defensive instincts. I'm going to give him Scottie Pippen's defensive instincts. Yeah, Scottie. Because Scottie Pippen always knew where to be, and he's probably the best perimeter defender of all time. Yeah. So I'll say Scottie. Who else? I'm going to give. Uh. I'm gonna take it to the new school. I'm gonna give it to Kawhi. Kawhi. All right, that's that's good too. Yeah. Should we do rebounding ability? Rebounding. I think we should, uh, I'm gonna give him Dennis Rodman. Dennis, I'm giving Charles Barkley. Six seven. Ooh, so, that's a good pick too. Rebound, rebound. Neither of those guys were that big. Rebound and break out. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking at. Re- get the rebound and uh, handle it yourself. Going back the other way. Um. All right. Then we got. I have vision. I'm gonna give him the vision of. Jason Kidd, I think. Jay Kidd, that's official. That I was gonna official. go. 
I was either going LeBron, Jason Kidd, or Steve Nash, I think. But I think I think Jason Kidd is probably a good pick just because he always seemed like the right play, even when he was like 40 years old. Yeah. He just continued to make the right play all the time. That's how you know you have you can you have longevity in your career when your body ages, but you still produce at a, a somewhat high level. Yeah, he just always knew where the the ball needed to go. You know what I mean? So it's tight. Then how about overall uh, athleticism? Who do you think you'd give that to? Overall athleticism, I'll have to say Jordan. Overall, who else had more athleticism than Michael Jordan? Dominique Wilkins. Uh. I mean, Russell Westbrook's up there. LeBron's up yeah, there. Yeah, Russ LeBron, Kawhi. I, I'm going to go with Russell Westbrook, I think. Over- just because I feel like... Athleticism. Yeah, because he's mm. probably the fastest player I've seen. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I'm just going to go with that. Just, that's what my gut's telling me to do. All right, you go, you go. I go Jordan, you go Westbrook. But also for playmaking, I'll go Magic Johnson. Mm. Oh, actually, you know what? For Vision, I think Magic Johnson probably takes the cake. I forgot about him. Yeah, man. Can't yeah, him. we got. It does help. It does help that he was six foot nine, so he can see over everyone exactly. anyway. And he got the same birthday as us, bro. We got to keep it in. That's true. We got to keep it in the same thing. That's very true. That's how you know and he's kind of dope, bro. We got the same birthday as Holly Berry. It's Magic Johnson. Holly Berry, too. Magic Johnson. I forget who else. I'm about to look it up. Earl Barron, former NBA center. Earl Barron. Oh, really? Huh? Yep. August fourteenth. That's lit. <laughs> he wasn't very good. Um, then I then I have another one. Confidence. We're gonna give him Larry Bird's confidence. Yeah, That's hell what I'm yeah, yo, hell yeah. I'm not. Larry Bird was so confident, man. He would he would. There was a game where he's uh, I don't know. He dropped like thirty in the first half, so he switched to his left hand shooting in the second half, mm-hmm. and still like did very well. Like that, that was the most confident player of all time for sure. Yo, look at this. This is everybody that has the same birthday on August 14th. So you know the girl. Uh, from that 70s show, Myla Kunis. Oh, August 14th. Yeah, right? her, Holly Berry, Magic Johnson, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Wow. Tim Tebow. Who else? Um, Steve Martin. Um, Steve Martin from Cheaper by the Dozen. From Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. yeah. Who else? So a lot of weirdos, weirdo, 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 weirdo. Um... I mean, honestly, I I don't think we can get any better than saying that we have the same birthday as Magic Johnson and Tim Tebow. Spencer Pratt from um, <laughs> I remember yikes, that. Spencer. Pratt. <laughs> so that's where we get our douchebag from. But but that's dope though. <laughs> that's dope. But yeah, man. Then then there's one other category I want to give him, and it's uh, how he can play off the henny and that that ability we're gonna give to Jr. We're gonna give to Jr. Smith. Uh, some, or Ron Artest because Ron Artest legitimately and, drank and henny Steve, during halftime. Lance Stevenson. Yep. And uh, and uh, Zodiac. Overall, overall personality is going to be Jarrett Smith. Yeah, definitely facts. Just that's another confident guy as well. You feel me? Shoot your shot. Shoot any sure. type of shot. Three point shots. Uh, step back. Step back shots. Uh, social media shots. You know DMs. You know you got to have the overall confidence. And I think Jr. is the most suitable for our Franken player. So I think he's he's ready to go, bro. We got an all time um Franken player we dealing with right now. Um, first ballot Hall of Fame. You feel me? He's, he'd be insane. He'd be absolutely First insane. First ballot or heading. You feel me? He got tat braids. Um, he's got he's got pretty good accessory game. He only has the sleeve on the left arm because the right arm is strictly for getting buckets. Strictly for getting bu- buckets and uh, sliding any girls' DMs, uh, basically. <laughs> but um, he's doing the damn thing, you know? So he's out here doing big things. And he, he has the same birthday as us, August 14th. So uh, he's swaggy. Absolutely, I'm. I'm pretty excited to see if this player would play in the NBA. Definitely, just I would just love to see him kill the league. We might as well. Just, um, we might as well. Just if you, it. if anyone has any other ideas for a Franken player, let us know. Yeah, man, leave it in the you comments. Know, comment you know, or something. Comment. We're gonna, uh, you know, reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter. It doesn't matter. Just let us know about the Franken player. Definitely, man. Definitely, and let us know. Let us know. We could probably create one for you. Uh, we probably make a, my play of him. Let's see how it goes. That'll make that'll be dope though, right? If we take somebody Franken player and make a my play about my play of it. We could. I don't know if I don't know if the the I don't know if in two K you can make a player quite like that, yeah. but we will we will try. Yeah, you can at least do create a player. He'd be like a ninety nine overall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we could be able to do everything on the court. Exactly, and we can make him. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we could definitely that'd be something dope though. But yeah, cash in. Uh, send in your uh, your Franken player uh, attributes, and we'll see what we can do. get the debate going. Yeah. You know? What else, Kanye's? Uh, we got one more topic, and it's moving away from basketball, and it's this young thug in future. 
mixtape called Super Slimy. Super Slimy. You know, I listened to it once. I listened to it a little bit more, and when I hear the when I hear Young Thug, I immediately get really intrigued because I love Young Thug. Yeah. When I hear Future along with Young Thug, I'm like, okay, this could be really good. I listened to it and it was really not that great at all. You know what I mean? It was. It was. Yeah, it was real disappointing. I listened. I I seen. I, I'm a real amigo. Uh, I'm a big Migos fan. You know. I used to listen to me. I used to get fun at listen to this. I used to get fun of making uh of listening to the Migos back when we were in college. Xavier and Jeremy and all of them, my teammates. He's like, yo, bro, you know, you know, why are you talking about hip hop, bro? You listen to the Migos. I'm like, what was that song? Just wait on it. Just what was it? Uh, young, 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 rich. Uh, ends. I think it was young, rich ends too. But uh, I don't know exactly. You see, you. I mean, I was no. I, you know, I've been listening to Migos. Come on now, you already know you this. Tell me. YRN one man. Yeah, that was that was yeah. That's the team. But yeah, I'm Bando. a big Migos fan. So uh, there was a Migos. there was a song there was a song featuring Offset on the uh, on a Super Slimy uh, mixtape. But like, oh, yo, yeah, that was, didn't uh, even, I'm like water. yo, that didn't even sound good. So I'm like yo, I didn't even want to listen to the rest of the album. I'm like, it's a, it's yeah. A song. I thought I thought Future's output this year was pretty solid, but I don't need necessarily need to listen to three Future albums in one exactly, year. I feel yeah, like you know. And I just think that the beats on it were really not that good. Um, Metro Woman didn't produce any of it, yeah. which is shocking because yeah. he usually does a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they had London on the track, who I think is a good producer, but the rest was just—it was just kind of boring production to me. It was just kind of generic trap yeah, sounding you know stuff. Um, and I don't know, Future really didn't didn't really impress me that much. And Young Thug only had a couple songs that really stood out to me. I, I don't know. I was really disappointed with it. I was totally um, disappointed in it, you know. But I think Future just he just put this out because he's on tour in Europe right now. He, it's just more content to. to was, I feel like it was kind of a throwaway yeah, mixtape, honestly. You know I mean? Just to to get his concerts a little more popping. But when you got the bread that they got, you could do whatever you want and uh, it's more True. pop, you know. So. And I, I still got a lot of faith in Young Thug. He's my guy. Especially Future too. You feel me? Um, it was my third favorite album of the of three albums I listened to in the like, past couple weeks. Really. That came out. Oh, the um, other two. The other two were the Division album. It's called Morning After. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know Division, it's spelled D-V-S-N. Uh, they're an R&B group, uh, production duo. Well, one produces, one sings. Um, so they're signed to OVO, which is Drake's record label. Uh, this is their second album, and it's it's like a, it's kind of like a, a slow jam type R&B music, but uh, it's really well produced, and that guy can really, really sing. Like He's amazing. Um, you've probably people have probably heard him in um, he was on Faithful by Drake off of Views. People probably have heard him sing on that, but both their albums are pretty good. This one was really good. It's one of my favorites of the year. And also, Ty Dolla Sign dropped an album last night or well yesterday. Uh, Beach House Three. Then you know it's not necessarily a great album, but it's a really fun listen. Um, and I, I enjoy Ty Dolla Sign. He's got some good features. Uh, there's a couple future guy future. Fe- uh, Future features on there. Oh, um, he's got Sway Lee on there. What division? Um, with no, no, no. Um, Ty Dolla. Oh, okay, Ty. Yeah, Ty, Ty, Ty. Um, Beach House Three. Yeah, Beach House Three. He's got uh, let's see, Sway Lee, Future, Wiz, Pharrell. Like it's there's a lot of good features on it. Uh, division, I don't think had any features, so they might go platinum with no features. No, that's not. Hopefully. I don't know. I, I thought both those albums are good. Yeah, I didn't listen to any of them yet. I'm the, now I'm gonna check them out. Um, Ty, I'm a big Ty Dolla Sign fan. Division, uh, I liked him on um, on Faithful, so I just wanted to see what that feel is about. And I see a lot Did of, you see? I see a lot of people. You saw you saw Drake and Future, right? When they you went to Montreal to see, yeah, it, right? yeah. Did uh was Division one of the openers? I think it was Ray Woods, some Canadian dude. I don't think I don't think Division. I don't think I think they perform, but I don't. They might have because um because when I saw Drake and Future. Uh, Roy Woods and Division open for Drake. Okay. And uh, I actually wasn't even in the arena for Division. Like I was in the arena, but I was like outside of the. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that was the same thing with me too. Because I think just because I didn't, I didn't know their music at the time. Um, but then, you know, then after like hearing him perform live and he sounded exactly the same as he did on Faithful, I'm like, wow, this guy, they're they're really good. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to check them out, and I did, and I ended up really liking their music. Yeah, man, I need to get out to a concert again soon, man. Oh. I've been a ton, man. A ton Who's of the next year. uh I think Travis yo, Travis Scott I, when what's today? The twenty eighth? No, when is the twenty yeah, Travis yeah, Travis Scott he's out here today. 
in really? the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Travis Scott. I thought I was going to die at that concert because there was so much moshing going on, and I wasn't about that. Really. <laughs> well, because, okay, so... State mosh this, pits compared to New York City mosh pits are totally different. Anybody uh, gets hit in awful. New York City, somebody, I think, low-key, no, high-key, somebody's, somebody's not somebody's not making it home. Really. So here's what happened. Like, it was, uh, this concert was, um, what was it called? Taylor Made Festival. They had Waka Flocka, ugh, Waka Flocka Flame. Waka Waka. People were moshing to that, obviously, because it's Waka Flocka Flame and just, like, crazy music. They they had that uh, that Smoke Perp guy that does that, um, that Audi song, you know that? Smoke Perp, yeah. Yeah, he does that Audi song. Then that that was pretty rowdy, too. But when Waka Flocka got, got in there, people were... I saw a dude just get his, his face, like, beat in pretty much. <laughs> I, th- I thought the man was going to die. And it was just... It was ridiculous. Like, why are you, like, hitting each other like this? It's You're just at a concert trying to enjoy it. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, then it was 2 chains, and people were moshing at 2 chains. That, that makes, makes no, no sense. no sense at all, right? Like... Like, it's a little bit more laid back, I feel like. It's no reason to mosh to that. And then when Travis came on, it's like people were moshing again, and he's encouraging it. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to just stand still and watch the concert, but every two seconds I'm, like, moving both ways. Yeah. I'm getting crushed in between people, and it was awful. I hated it. You know what I mean? wasn't about it's that. For the now. And I, I'm not trying to get punched in the face by a mosh pit that I have don't want any part in. Rap is the new rock and roll, man. Rap is the, the, biggest, uh, the biggest genre of music in the world right now. And that's it a statistic. That's a, that's a proven stat. And a lot of rappers now are trying to be rock stars, like Post Malone, for instance. I'm being in for Halloween. I'm putting in the grills right now. Putting on the grill. There we go. I got the grills. Right <laughs> um, I'm um like he's got a song called Rockstar, and you know, he played a Kurt Cob- or a Nirvana song on his tour, and you know, a lot of guys like Lil Uzi Vert are you know it, yeah, going they, to that they're rock star mode. But it's it's entertaining though, man. It's very entertaining, but. That's how you got to see yourself if you want to be if you want to be lit nowadays. You can't be the you got to be versatile. You can't be the generic uh, rapper, you know, wearing Tim's and uh, Tim's all year round, you know, New York, yeah, New York fitted, fitted, you know, when you're actually from Kansas, like you can't you, know what I mean? <laughs> you can't portray you can't portray the New York image all the time. How many rappers are actually from Kansas though? Who? I, I don't Alabama, know. Yellow Kansas. Wolf from Alabama. Alabama, Kansas is kind of the same. Yeah, they're they're pretty much yeah, the but, same. Uh, <laughs> you feel me, like Yellow Wolf? I want to say Tech Nine is from Kansas. Tech Nine? Yeah, yeah he's kind of. I think he's kind of whack, yeah. but whatever. You feel me? Uh, All right. Um, well, what we've learned from from hip hop music these days is you have to be versatile, and what we learn from basketball these days is you have to be versatile. You feel me? So that's how they all tie in together. It's all about versatility. Definitely. If the six men, we're trying to promote versatility. You mm-hmm. know, we're not we're not just talking about basketball. We're not a straight up basketball show. We don't want to get into every single little number. We gotta give you. Like gotta give we're just, you. A, we're trying to talk about the culture. We gotta too. give you a couple. We gotta give you some flavor. You feel me? Because me and Connor, we're we're what, what, what was the word you just said? Uh, diversity. I don't know. I have no. <laughs> I've already forgotten. <laughs> we gotta lay off the tire pressure. But no, man, we gotta be. You gotta be. Uh, you gotta have a a vast array of skills. You know that. Uh, versatility. That's versatility. What I said. Okay, but yeah, diversity and versatility. It goes along the same lines. But me and me and Connor are very versatile. Uh, we are very versatile crew of uh, individuals. You feel me? Me and Connor, he's my Caucasian fellow, and I'm his a uh, very urban, urban counterpart. So we are very versatile and uh, diverse. Wait, what'd you call me? What'd you call me? My Caucasian uh, counterpart. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't. Catch that. <laughs> I, I thought you called me Michael Cage. Michael and I'm Cage. Like, Who's Michael Cage? That's uh, Luke's, Luke. Uh, Luke. It's a. Uh, it's Nick Cage's. Uh, <laughs> Luke Cage's a uh, white friend. <laughs> it's it's either it's a uh, Luke Cage's and uh, Nicholas Cage's adopted, adopted son. Adopted uh, nephew. <laughs> Michael Cage. Word. Michael Cage, the Caucasian, the Caucasian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But yeah, Luke Cage man, is a good show. about versatility and diversity, man. That's what we promote here at the Six, man, bro. Yeah, this shit is funny. <laughs> but yeah, man, we back at it, bro. But what, what else you got, Connor? It's the end of it. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Honestly, All right, we we covered everything. We got into an hour worth of discussion. Yeah. Yo, it's Halloween so weekend, man. I want to see a lot of chicks in your in your in your tightest Halloween costume. You feel me? <laughs> Pull up on me at the crib. I'm in New York City this week, so it's lit. I got my man out going here. On. He's gonna be post Malone for Halloween. Put the grills in and uh and your braids on, bro. Connor, oh, right now he's uh he's currently uh dressing up as Post Malone. So when we. <laughs> <laughs> he sold he sold dreads to his uh his polo his polo uh dad hat. He has grills oh, on. 
Go either he way. He has grills on, um, glasses, and he feels like... I grew up my beard a little you bit. You feel me? He scruffed it up a little bit to look like Post Malone, but uh, if you see Khan all night, you're going to know it's him because he's going to be playing Rockstar by 20, uh, Post Malone and 21 Savage all night, so... And, uh, yeah, man, just get lit. Halloween, be safe. You feel me? Don't take candy from strangers. You feel me? Unless you're, uh, unless you're looking for that candy. Wink, wink. <laughs> unless you're looking for candy. <laughs> wink, dying. wink. But, uh, you know, people are spooky and, and people are goth. Yeah, you feel me? So, these uh, days so, and they're, they're depressed. So, and if stuff, you see so. a lot of eyeliner, like real eyeliner and, um, like metal, metal chains and like dark boots, stay away from those. They might not be in a costume. They might not be in a costume, you know. Just stay, just just, uh, surround yourself with colorful costumes, not very uh, dark, and um, just keep moving. Be careful of ghouls and goblins. Ghouls and goblins. If you you see a ghoul, if I see any ghouls coming at me, just know that I'm dressed as Post Malone. I'm not afraid to, like, you know, get into something. But just find somebody dressed like Lil Wayne, because what's a ghoul to a goblin, Lil Wayne said, so. Mm. And real G's move in silence like lasagna. So just find you a G and somebody look like Lil Wayne and you'll be good. You feel me? But yo, it's the six, man. It's me. I'm clocking out. Same. All right. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week, hopefully. Uh, We'll have another episode up. And as always, reach out to us on social media. I'm at Kanye's Cursed at Twitter. At Louis Vuitton Con on Instagram. Just holler at me. I'm uh, I'm heavy on Instagram. My my, uh, handle is Chev Season. So it's C-H-E-V. S-Z-N Follow me uh, Comment on some of my pitches Like some And uh, let me know What you want to hear Next uh, episode We got a lot of content For you We'll put up, And we put up some polls We'll do some stuff like that yeah. So I uh, Just you know Try to stay connected Yeah definitely you know? man But reach out to us man we'll, We're all about the people And we're here to benefit you guys Alright so But yo It's been real man See you next week